Welcome to the Industry Insights by SAP podcast series. My name is Josephine Monberg, and I am your host. You are now listening to the COVID-19 special edition of our show. Welcome to our podcast. Hey, everyone, and welcome to our podcast. We're looking at how different industries are being impacted by COVID-19, and even though we've moved further ahead, there's still tons of stuff happening that are dramatically changing different industries. And today we're going to take a closer look at the telco industry. So telecommunications, not to use abbreviations all the time. And to do this, I am so fortunate that I'm joined by Michaela, and I'm going to say your last name, Munu Zangabo. Did Did I say it right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I did right. Okay, yeah. Good, good. I tried to practice in advance, but you never know. So, Michaela, you are an expert in the telco industry. So, tell me a little bit more about yourself and, you know, what you do so our audience can get to know you. All right. Yes, uh, Michaela Munyazangavo, like you said so well. Like, yes. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. She got it. <laughs> <laughs> and I am actually based in Montreal in Canada and I'm part of a team that we call the telecommunication industry business unit as a global solution manager. So what that means is that I work well, my team and I work on understanding the needs of the market, like what is happening in telecommunications in general, discussing with our customers, understanding their needs and then sort of positioning um, solutions to help them. So on one side, explaining and leading the go-to-market strategies of what we have that can help them. And then on the other side, looking at what more could we develop and then bringing that internally so that we can always evolve as our customers' needs evolve as well. Mm. I'm always, whenever I do these interviews, I always get so, I mean, I love my job, so I'm definitely not complaining, but I think it's so cool how you kind of like sit between the two worlds and bring them all together and then you ensure that we stay so customer centric. So I really do think that's so important. And just, I know you're in uh, Montreal, but your name, where are you originally from? Okay. Well, so I'm originally from Rwanda. Uh, but I'm a bit of like a third culture kid, you know. I grew up in seven countries. So. <gasps> I seem so boring now. <laughs> I grew up in one little country. <laughs> so I have many homes. I have many homes, but uh, I'm Rwandan Canadian for now. <laughs> that works. For now, okay. Very, yeah. very cool. Yeah, I'm just Danish, so that's me. Not Different at experience. all excited. Yeah, no. Um, Okay, so let's talk a little bit about telco, telecommunications. What's going on? How is the industry being impacted by COVID-19? So it's actually been an interesting time for telecommunications. There have kind of been this resurgence and appreciation for them, you know, because usually there are these big companies that kind of operate in the background and we don't really think about them as a consumer. You know, but now it's like, that's how we work. That's how we communicate. That's how if you have kids, you teach them they're learning online. Right. So they've kind of really become one of these essential services that we are depending on, like food and utilities to sort of keep the world uh, going around. And so for telecommunications themselves, then they've had to sort of 
think about what services are they providing to their customers, you know, so do we increase the amount of data that people have access to, whether it's on their phones or in their homes? Um, how do we help different businesses that are currently impacted and that are not technically working right now? And so and while at the same time still maintaining their networks, right, and ensuring that there are no breaks and that there are no problems because we, we do depend on them so much. Mm. So what have they actually done? Have they done any fr- anything differently now because of COVID-19? Yeah, so different companies obviously react differently, but some yeah. have given out free data, you know, so given out free data to some of their customers. Some have sort of like pushed back um, bill payments and allowed their customers who are like strained to sort of delay their payments. Um, and others are sort of coming up with like new offering and rethinking the different plans that they offer in order to really account for this huge surge in data consumption that, that we're now seeing um, in the market. Mm. And yeah. how about 5G? That's something that we talk a lot about in general, also before <laughs> COVID, but I'm sure that's something that gained a little bit more momentum now that, like you said, we're stuck at home and we can't really go out and do the things that we used to fill up our days with. So what's the role What's the role of 5G in all Yeah, so 5G is such an interesting topic because a lot of people are still trying to understand it, right? Like all of these telecommunications companies are investing in it and have started investing in it. And so for them, I think it's been a moment of, um, of reflection. You know, some of them have... Uh, increase their investment in 5G as they see really the need to really have access to not only more data, but like faster data, be able to do more with it, be able to provide these services to to, to these uh, B2Bs. And while others have sort of decided to kind of hold and see, there's also been like interesting conspiracy theories. Yeah, no, love those. <laughs> if you've heard about them, about yeah. how 5G is, is one of the reasons that COVID-19 is happening, which of course, for the record, it is not. Yeah, which is <laughs> insane. Tell us a little bit more about that conspiracy theory. Yeah, so... Yeah, so it sort of started on the internet and kind of grew because social media these days, right? And people are out here attacking tower workers. It's actually really sad. Attacking tower workers and like destroying towers in Europe and in Asia because that it causes 5G and it doesn't. And so now it's like we have to not only keep investing if you're a telco in 5G, but then do this whole education to really tell people like, this is a good investment. It's going to allow you to do more. It's it's going to help you. It's going to help healthcare companies. It's going to help manufacturers, retailers. It's going to really even improve your entertainment because you're going to be able to download a movie in three seconds, you know, yeah. uh, rather than it being such like a negative thing. And so that re-education of um, telling people like, this is not true. But then also just for them, like on the telco side, just keep investing in it. And then the most important part is sort of thinking of like, what are the different use cases that we can actually do with 5G? Because unlike, let's say, the 4Gs or the other bandwidths before, here for 5G to work, telcos will need to collaborate with other people. So collaborate with partners, whether these are like implementation partners, but also collaborate with their customers. So whether it's like a city for smart cities or like a utility company or a healthcare network. So 
create use cases where they partner with other people, which is something that they haven't really had to do a lot of in the past. So COVID-19 is really a time of collaboration. I see that across other industries as well, and also when it comes to supply chain and so on. So Mm -hmm. what are you telling your customers right now? Are you saying, are you telling them something different than what you did before COVID? Is it just because it's an industry that really hasn't been, from what I'm hearing from you, impacted dramatically in a negative way, at least? Is it it a different conversation or is it it pretty much the same? No, I mean, the... The, the bigger theme, the larger theme around digital transformation is the same, but I think now there's a bit more of a sense of urgency because sometimes we're having this conversation and it's like they felt that they had a little bit more time. But now as they feel sort of the strain right on their systems to keep going, now it's like, okay, well, as we start thinking about how we recover, then what do we really start focusing on? So, for example, telcos also have retail stores, right? Like when you go yeah, true. to your phone to get your phone plan, both um, have had to close. And mm. so if those are closed, then do they have the capabilities, let's say, to have commerce online? Like how were their commerce, how were their online stores set up? You know, were they as strong as their physical stores were, did they did they really were they really set up for that whole omni-channel experience? And so we've seen like a momentum in that as well, especially because for telcos, like their billing system is a bit different than a regular retail store. Because if I'm going to buy a plan, it's going to be associated to a phone. It's going I'm going to have to choose like how much data I have, which will impact my pricing. And so their commerce experience is a little bit different than from a regular retail store. So we've seen some change in that direction. And then as we were talking about the investment in 5G, we've seen, of course, mm-hmm. an impact on the supply chains, like how do they work with their different suppliers, but also how do they really sort of look at their profitability? Because it's like we're spending a lot of money investing in all of these assets. And now we're also sort of, helping our customers and giving them a lot of data and and sort of changing how our plans are structured. So how do you really balance that cash flow? The conversation on a grander level is the same, but I guess mm. the tone in, in some settings has, has, has had to change, right? We have to mm. adapt. Yeah, so speed is a factor now. It's accelerating digital transformation, which is really the case for all industries. But in this case, it's because they need to keep up with the demand. Um, mm-hmm. And then, of course, also the collaboration piece of it, which is is important as well. What about, you mentioned 5G and you mentioned a couple of other things, but what should businesses, uh, telco companies do right now? What is like, they should focus on their digital transformation. Are there more kind of concrete areas that they should also be focusing on in terms of how they go through their an, an even uh, more rapid digital transformation? Yeah, so for right now, the way we've sort of structured it right now is like in the short term, what they've sort of been doing um, is sort of, we call it meeting the needs of a dispersed workforce. So now we're all working from home. So how do we ensure that there is some form of continuity? And this is not only from their customer side like us, but also from their own employees, right? Because now their own employees are working from home. So how do they make sure that they understand 
the experiences of that their employees and that their employees are set up for success so that they can continue on delivering these services to their to, to their customers right so that's really been the first place to start to start from and then what else what we've seen as well is when we start thinking about planning right whether we're planning for like these 5g like these network expansions or planning for the reopening of the stores but it's like how do you readjust the plan that you had at the beginning of the year because the one that you had in january yeah, yeah. and the plan that you have, plan you have now. <laughs> are two different ones and how can we help you do that yeah. and then last but not least is as we think about the new services that are going to be created so if we're if telcos are helping their business customers with with, with new services that like i was mentioning earlier how can we collaborate with other companies? How can we bring in partners so that we can create new use cases that will help us in the going forward? And I think the challenge always, right, is that in a moment of crisis, you're really focused on just the now, you're focused on mm, keeping yeah. business running as usual. Whereas here, yes, we have to keep business running as usual, but we also have to take the notes and right. Think yeah. about okay, what do we need to do next, so yeah. that we will be in a stronger position going forward. Yeah, and it's it's a it's a great point because when you look at COVID nineteen and you look at it from the start, which was where okay, COVID hit, everything changes. Pretty, I wouldn't say overnight, but it was pretty dramatic, right? Uh -huh. And then companies had to figure out how do we respond, and that was really kind of the first phase. And that yeah. is also, of course, trying to run business as usual. But then there is the recovery phase, which, for example, I'm in Denmark right now and Denmark is starting to open up again. So literally the government said, well, tomorrow all malls can open. So if you're not prepared for that phase, well, then you're kind of lacking behind. And that's just for physical stores. But it's also having an impact, of course, in the entire business model. And then comes the last phase, which is the reimagine of the business model, right? Like, so we are in the recovery, but how is this actually reimagined our business model in the more long term? Because, like you said, digital transformation, speed, agility are factors that are just so much more important than they were before. So, mm -hmm. if we talk about reimagine, which is also kind of looking into the future, because I don't, maybe apart from China, I don't think that there's many companies that are in that phase quite yet. Mm -hmm. So, what are you seeing in terms, or maybe also, South Korea and other uh, countries in Asia. But what are you seeing in terms of, if you look into the future for telco, what's what's going to happen? How do you think they're going to reimagine their business? It's such an easy question, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, a, yeah. that's a big question. Yeah, I know. Sorry. <laughs> Give it your best. The reimagined telco. So, I mean, telcos have always sort of been like two folds, right? So, obviously, on the customer side, like the direct customer, continue delivering an excellent customer service, right? I think that consumers today have high standards. We're just so used to getting like deliveries in one day or in two days, and we want our experience to be the same, whether it's in a physical store or like online, or if I call for a call center. So as we think 
as we go forward in the future, telcos really have to sort of rethink their customer experience and to make sure that it's aligned to that. And that whether I am in store or I am online, they know who I am, they know my profile, they know how I've spent um, in the past and can give me recommendations that sort of align with what I want as a customer. So that's on the customer side. And then there's a huge opportunity on the business side. So when we think about manufacturers, um, like putting the connectivity at the edge so that they can really deliver these services where they can, for example, do like some fleet management and, and help their business customers with services that they wouldn't be able to afford on their own. You know, there is a huge opportunity in retail by thinking of the retail of the future, providing a connected retail experience where the customer can sort of just go and like check out yeah. if we want, you know, without Wouldn't having that be to- nice? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, a huge opportunities in smart cities, right? Like we've started seeing it already, like with la- smart lighting, we started seeing yeah. it with smart, like trash management, all of that depends on connectivities. And so really the telco of the future is going to be really central to sort of like our life as customers, but in a, in a, in a more larger scale than they have been in the past. And it is very, it is an exciting time um, for them. And it is an exciting time to be in, in this business. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say, I think you are in a good, in an exciting industry, if, yeah. if you look ahead and you see, because right, you're right. It, there's so many things that depend on telco and like smart cities, which is a huge thing, or like you said, light lightning. I talked to a customer, an SAP customer, they're doing insane things with, lightning where they can use it to figure out kind of um, the temperature in a room or different things that I was like I never imagined so it's really really fascinating yeah have you heard about something similar to that or yeah so we've had like some customers sort of do like um, temperature tracing so like like using like track trace you know so for example you would be able to know when let's say a vaccine leaves a facility and goes to be delivered to the center where they're supposed to be delivered, you'll be able to monitor what the temperature is like all along so that you know if there has been like a risk of infection or a risk of like the product being affected because the temperature drops too much or not, you know. And this can also be done for food. Let's say if you have frozen foods and you want them to remain at a certain temperature, um, so that they can remain viable and we can consume them safely. Um, we've seen actually also, I don't know if you've heard about it, um, and this is relates to the COVID-19, but the Deutsche Telekom and SAP and the German government uh, partnership where they're, they were developing together a COVID-19 tracing app. And this is because right. telcos, they have all of our information, right? They are able to kind of trace where we've been and anonymize that data. And so what the application is going to do is that it's going to help people sort of know where they were at certain times so that if let's say tomorrow, God forbid, but I was to have like COVID-19. God forbid, yes. Yes, but I'll be able to say like, oh, I have it. And then the people who were around me at the time or who I've been in contact with over the last few days would be able to receive a a notification that says like you were close to someone, you were in contact with someone who has COVID-19. So 
please um, like self-isolate or go see your doctor or, you know, like whatever um, instructions that government or that public health sector gives to, 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 their, to their citizens, you know. And so these are solutions that are very real, you know, like they're needed, they're very relevant right now. And, and it sort of brings up, um, once again, like, yeah, their, their importance. Yeah, and it's, like you said, it's critical this time. And I'm assuming, obviously, all of this is very GDPR compliant because there might be people listening saying, oh, do I want my data no, shared in that way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. It's anonymized data. Like, it, it's anonymized yeah. data. So they will be able to just, like, it's not going to say, like, hi, Michaela, you were in contact with someone with this person. No, it's more like your ID, your anonymized ID okay. was around someone who had COVID. So yeah. maybe take these following precautions. And yeah. as the world opens up again, and as we go back to work, for some people in their office spaces, or as some people have never stopped working, it sort of gives an added sort of security level just to, just to ensure that this is monitored and yeah. there are ways that we can sort of manage the pandemic because it's not going to be over soon. Yeah, and if there's a time to want to share your data, I think this is absolutely the best purpose that I've ever heard of. So that is, um, so it's amazing to see in this time that we live in, even though it's so unprecedented, companies are stepping up and they are taking responsibility and they're thinking outside of their traditional business models in terms of, well, how can we restructure what we're doing to better help? And I think that's one of the really beautiful things about what's going on right now is that we're seeing that individuals as well as humans are truly stepping up to the challenge. So, and I see that is also the case for telco. So thank you so much, Michaela, for coming on the show. It was so fun talking to you. And I am, I just think it's such a cool industry that you focus on. So thank you for coming on the show. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Please subscribe to our channel, Industry Insights by SAP at OpenSAP, Apple, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. To learn more about what SAP is doing to help you cope in COVID-19, you can go to sap.com about global health safety and find free access to select SAP software, tools to support your business, and much more. Stay safe, everyone.